Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchere. That's it, huh? Hey, it better hit 70 Friday because we're going to be at Charlie's on the Lake. Charlie's on the Lake. Prior Lake. It is. Uh, I've been there. It's I have a not. fabulous. You're going you're gonna to have it in your rotation, for the, especially for the summer. I have not been to Prior Lake. <clears throat> Tell you exactly how many years. Why? Are you not avoiding it, are you? No. Uh, I bet it's been more than 40 years. No. No, you mean you mean on the on the actual lake? Fifty years. I've had no cause to be uh, in the Prior Lake vicinity. It's a lovely lake. I'm I'm looking forward to this. The well, garage door opener Friday at Charlie's on the Lake on Prior Lake. One thing is slipping your mind is the Garage Logic open was at um, the Legends of Prior Lake. So you just you're saying you have? I'm talking about the body of water. Okay, that's what I'm clarifying. Yeah. Uh, you can win a legacy 850 garage door opener mm-hmm. uh, over a courtesy of overhead uh, door of the Northland. I'm sure Jim is going to be on hand to uh, to uh, celebrate. That off. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is going to be fantastic. As as uh, many emailers have, have told me, Doll better not screw this up. You got one job. Yeah. Right. Just we got to be. This is it. This is the opener. I'm bringing the gavel. Right. And if you have a boat on Prior Lake, that's like a houseboat or something. Joe will stay for dinner, maybe an overnight <laughs> no, cocktail no. cruise. No, as a matter of fact, I, I will not do that. I have. I, know, I, have, I, I, I just have, like to do that. To I you. know, and it infuriates me. Bring your aluminum boats and tell them, it's, come on, see this boat. It's like on Golden Pond. Yeah, well, come not, check out my submarine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does this smell like chloroform? Well, you know, Garage uh, Spoon Lake is the only uh, is the home to the only wooden hulled submarine in the, in the world. I do know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember yesterday we said how cool it would be to be out on the lake at night to see what happens to the ice? Yes. Bill Stein up in Aiken writes, to answer your question about how the ice goes out and how neat it would be to be in a boat at night to witness it, we did that many years ago. We had an early total freeze-up on cedar. The ice was a couple of inches thick. Then we had a warm spell, and the lake began to go out. It was a full moon night, and we woke up our young sons, bundled them up, and sat in the pontoon boat, which was pulled up on shore, and watched the ice go out. Just before it disappears, the ice transforms from a spongy sheet into little spicules that sound just like wind chimes if the wind is blowing. Then it gradually appears to sink. But I'm sure it just melts away. I will never forget that night. He almost wanted to give me full props there for the sinking, but... You know, he's not, he's a smart guy. He's right, gonna, right. Now, uh, what are you sinking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're sinking. We're sinking. What are you what sinking, are you sinking about? about? Now, I, I don't know why we've become your go-to station for ice outs, but I rather enjoy the role. Uh, I think it's fine. It doesn't occupy, you know, months and months. It's a, it's a, it's a quick blitz, Craig. 
The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources now reports ISOT was reached on... Why does that amuse me? It's so? fun. I think it's fun because that's... Uh, the D- Minnesota Department of Natural Resources reports ISOT was reached on... <laughs> making it the latest date on record at the former Lake Calhoun. Uh-huh. Uh, so it went out yesterday. Records run from 1946 to the present. The earliest ISOT date on the lake came last year on March 7. But the, you know what that record is back to 1946? Oh yeah. Das hier ist mein Sektor. Das hier ist das wichtigste Gerät des Küstenwächters. Das Gerät und das. Mayday, Mayday. Hello, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you? Over. We are sinking. We are sinking. Hello, this is the German Coast Guard. We are sinking. We're sinking. What are you thinking about? <laughs> This is the German uh, Coast Guard. Yeah. What are you thinking? This is from Tom, who writes, Just thought you'd like to know that a new recorded record was set yesterday for ice out on Lotus Lake in Chanhassen. Not quite to Reaver's Place, but close enough. According to our association, records go back to 1955. And again, that's nothing. But the new official record is May 1st, 2018, which beats the old record of April 28, 1965. Hmm. I, I am I am unaware of Lotus Lake. I'm trying to see if it's bigger. I'm not going to be your Lake ice Island. out guy for ponds. Right, uh, half an acre, about three feet. And deep don't in the tell middle. me that your skating rink is no longer able right. to be used. Yeah. Happy Happy Spring uh, writes Tom. I've got a couple of cold ones in the fridge oh. in anticipation of Friday's opener. I hope Doll doesn't screw it up. Good luck, Tom. Yeah, I. I th- I think well, Lotus those, Lake is a good size. I don't know anything about it. I'd have to look it up on my DNR Lake Finder. It's very close to Paisley Park in that in that area. All right. Hey, Tom, you think those um, beers are going to make it until uh, Friday? Jan nope. Holtz Kramer weighs in. She's our white, white bear, bear correspondent. Yeah. Uh, as she took over for Benny uh, at the barbershop. Remember Benny Schwartzbauer? Yeah. Or Schwart- well, well, I hope I'm not uh, butchering his name. If all goes as planned, I will wait to tell anyone the ice is. I will wait to tell anyone the ice is out until I'm live on your show Whoops. this year. I also plan to be at Benny's Barbershop when I call you, Jan Holtz Kramer. She's our white bear correspondent. Well, didn't she just announce that the ice is out? It's not out. She hasn't called yet. She's going to call when the ice is out. I want to live on a lake. Lotus Lake is just over the ridge from Christmas Lake mm-hmm. to the out east. West. Uh, Paul Straka, our French horn playing listener. Mm-hmm. Remember, he played Happy Birthday for us Friday on the French horn. He's yes. up in Ely. I think he's also done. Is he the one that did Flight of the Bumblebee? I think he has. Mm. A quick follow up after playing Happy Birthday on the phone last Friday. I was out at a local watering hole near Ely with some friends when one mentioned that he had heard my call. The others wanted to hear it, so we pulled it up on demand, but the bar was too noisy. So one of the women in the group said, Follow me, which we did right into the women's restroom. All seven of us. Okay. We listened to the call, then emerged to thunderous applause from the bar, which was a real conversation starter, as everyone who walked by us stopped to wonder what the hell we were doing. Maybe you had to be there, but it was a hoot. Your show is appreciated greatly up here on the Iron Range. Thanks for 25 years of GL, and I know I speak for all when I 
hope for many more to come. Paul. Aha. All right. All right. You never know what geologists are going to do. Well, what are you going to do? Right. Okay. Got a lot of stuff today. I got to. I got to keep. Got to keep moving. Look at the. Look at the time. It's time. Just. Just. You look, need me over there. Just look at the time. Gotcha. in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushiro. Never mind, the chief offsite correspondent was wrong. Lotus Lake is just over the ridge from Christmas Lake. No, that is Silver Lake. Lotus Lake is just south of Silver Lake. And Patty weighs in by email. The ice is out on beautiful Forest Lake. Ooh. Give me a twin score in an inning. I don't want commentary. Just give me the twin score in the inning. Two to nothing, bottom to fourth, two out. Two to nothing in favor of. Oh, sorry. Twins are up two nothing. It's a nice day for a ball game. They got the kid throwing. The kid is? Uh, Fernando Romero, their top pitching prospect. The twins do? Yes. Okay. No more commentary. Right. That was commentary, see? Sorry. You you angied. You recall the name (laughs) Treyon White? Yes. He's the moron we had to groin kick because he's a Washington uh, District of Columbia City Councilman who uh, drove around Washington and said the Rothschilds control the weather. Uh, they have a bigger problem out there. What's the bigger problem? A spiraling controversy over anti-Semitic comments and conspiracy theories has roiled the city government, seemingly getting worse with every public attempt to ease the tensions. The issue nearly derailed a Washington City Council meeting yesterday morning and resulted in the resignation of a city official who organized a disastrous unity rally that featured a speaker who called all Jews termites these are the people elected in the district of columbia at the heart of the debacle is city councilman Treon white he of groin kicking fame who ignited a firestorm on march 16 by posting a short video on his facebook page claiming that an unexpected snowfall was because the rothschilds controlled the climate to create natural disasters man it just started snowing out of nowhere this morning man Y'all better pay attention to this climate control, man. This climate manipulation. And D.C. keep talking about we're a resilient city. And that's a model based off the Rothschilds controlling the climate to create natural disasters. They can pay for it and own the cities, man. Be careful. Fellow council members and Jewish community leaders accused White of spreading an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory about Jewish control of world events. The Rothschilds, a prominent Jewish family whose banking dynasty dates back to the 18th century, are a frequent target of global conspiracy theories. White said he was unaware the Rothschild theory could be construed as anti-Semitic. The first-term councilman reached out to try to mend fences, but several of the gestures seemed to have made things worse. Remember this? He attended a Passover seder, seder? seder and met with Jewish community leaders for breakfast over oh. bagels and locks. He went on a guided tour of the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum, but abruptly left. He took off. Without explanation. Then videos surfaced from a Feb meeting of top city officials that showed White floating a similar conspiracy during an, an innocuous presentation about the University of the District of Columbia. White posed a question centered on the claim that the Rothschilds control both the World Bank and the federal government. The video shows city leaders in the room, including Mayor Muriel Bowser, awkwardly laughing it off and moving on, but the footage further upset Jewish community leaders. Then a further revelation. Okay. 
White had contributed 500 bucks from a fund meant for his Ward 8 constituents to a Chicago event for Louis Farrakhan, leader of the Nation of Islam. Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam have a decades-old history of overtly anti-Semitic rhetoric. The Nation of Islam also does significant social and charitable work in black communities and retains some respect among those who don't share their views. Last week, supporters of White held a rally outside City Hall organized by a member of the city's Public Housing Authority Board. After the rally, a representative of the Nation of Islam called one of the two Jewish D.C. Council members a fake Jew. How? The center's not holding, is it? How can they think that would be okay? In this, what they've been taught for how many, for decades. The rally prompted calls for the resignation of Josh Lopez, the mayoral appointee who organized it. White did not attend the rally. The events came to a head yesterday morning before the council's regular session. A pre-session breakfast meeting ran an hour long as council members debated how best to respond to the rally and whether to call for Lopez's resignation. A local rabbi who was there as an observer shouted that the council members should be ashamed of themselves. The council members then held an impromptu press conference outside the building where City Council President Phil Mendelson said that intolerant speech has no place in our city. As the council returned and resumed its normal meeting, news broke that Lopez had indeed resigned. Bowser's office had called for Lopez to apologize, but not resign. But she accepted the resignation and issued a statement calling for unity. That could be the name of the new Patrick Henry High School, Unity. Unity High. Repeated attempts to contact White for comment were unsuccessful. On Tuesday in City Hall, White pushed past a reporter who tried to ask him a question. This is from WTOP in Washington, D.C. City officials hope the controversy will die down with time, and White does not face re-election for another two years. The councilman may still face some sort of public censure if his contribution to Farrakhan is judged as a minor campaign finance violation. It certainly seemed to, it would seem to me that it is. Well, if it is, no matter what color he is, he has to follow the rules. Uh, It's gotten personal, said Councilman Jack Evans. I hope that relationships can be repaired, and they will be, and we will move on. There's also the issue of White's relationship with the local Jewish community. I sincerely think he was just repeating conspiracy theories he had heard somewhere, said Rabbi Batya Glazer, who had met with White on the issue. It does seem, uh, it does mean he has an obligation to clarify what his position is. The controversy has also poked at some long, dormant societal sore point, uh, spots. The Rothschild conspiracy theory has, persi- has persisted for decades on the fringes of both black and white culture in America. You know, there, there's a real simple answer to this. What's the simple they're answer? They're idiots. They're morons. They're, not, they're unwise. They're not educated. They're poorly educated. They, d- they, have, no, they have no well-formed, grounded worldview. Trayon White is an idiot, and he got elected as a city councilman. And if he keeps, and he's an idiot, right? I don't know how he can get away with. Uh, and you got a mayoral appointee calling a, a Jew a fake Jew. They're idiots. What, what, why isn't the left rising up in opposition to this hate speech? That's the question. Why isn't that on CNN? Why push isn't back. that all over? Push back. Push back. Got push, push back. back. We- to push well, we back. push back. We groin kicked white. What do you want me to do? We got time for that. Ain't got time for that. Time for that. <sighs> Honest to God. 
Stupidity is one of our problems. And, and as we noted yesterday, that's going to get worse if 65% of the kids can't read in, in eighth grade. I had someone call me on my way home from work to ask if that number was true that Joe read in the air. And I said, sadly, yeah, that, yes. that, that number's from the government. That ain't from talk shows. And to be honest, I thought the Detroit number was even more frightening. Mm -hmm. Uh, Closer you get to the country's tallest buildings that have been ruined by democratic regimes, the more likely you are to find failed reading scores and math scores. We got to spend But like Tom Wilson pointed out, they'll tell you what the temperature is going to be in 100 years because they're buying that BS. Right, right. They're all over there. We're in trouble, folks. What can I tell you? Well, we, all you can tell us, them, is what you're doing on your show every day that flies by so damn fast it doesn't feel like it's real time. You gots to push back. You gots to play your freshmen. Pushing back. I want that as a state fair shirt. Push back. Push back. And I don't want it in giant letters. Push back. I want it very benign. <laughs> what did you just do? Well, I was like, I was like, you like that? I was something similar to that. Yeah. Uh, I was picturing the shirt and like. Pushback with the Tasmanian devil going. Ah, no, I just got the it. words pushback. Yeah. How about that with the far side illustration with the door that says pull? School for the gifted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many innings did the twins go last night before they coughed it up? Ten? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Boys are in trouble, aren't they? That was a minor league operation, what was uh, going on last night. They, they, have to stop, they have to snap this skein. Well, they're off to a decent start today, but again, so they were last night as well. It just it, it is maddening at times to watch them play baseball. Mm-hmm. I want to see more fire in the belly. Yeah, is John Height ready when we come back? The American Experiment. Commencing Garage Logic Segment Number 3. Good thing you're not getting graded. <laughs> oh, mosquitoes. Here's John Height. Thanks, Joe. Sunny, 62 degrees. This update brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store. Proud sponsor of the Beer Show. Thursday nights here on 1500 ESPN. Twins and Blue Jays playing this afternoon down at Target Field. The Twins are well, trying to get one win out of the series. Eddie Rosario has a home run for the Twins. As of right now, it's 2 to nothing. Twins. We're in the top of the fifth. Rookie Fernando Romero on the mound for the Twins. He's gone four and a third so far, giving up four hits and struck out five. Toronto with a minor threat here in the top of the fifth. They have runners on first and second. Minnesota United acquired right back Eric Miller and $50,000 of general allocation money from the Colorado Rapids in return for winger Sam Nicholson and his international roster slot. A deal happened late on the final day of the primary transfer window yesterday. The next game for United, Saturday, when they play Vancouver at TCF Bank Stadium. You'll hear it right here, 1230 pre-match, 1 o'clock kickoff on 1500 ESPN. Twins are out of that threat. Going to the bottom of the fifth now, two to nothing twins. News notes from today. Bloomington police have arrested two juveniles in connection to the slashing of tires on over 30 vehicles, according to a news release from the police department. The incident happened Sunday morning in the 8700 block of Old Cedar Avenue. Several vehicles in the Cedar Commons Apartments parking lot were among those damaged. The news release said the two were booked and released on probable cause felony damage to property. The department said the case is being submitted to the Hennepin County Attorney's Office for formal charges. 
Star Tribune reporting insect-borne diseases have tripled in the United States since 2004, and Minnesota has emerged as an epicenter of tick-related illnesses. I don't like that. Don't either. Nope. With 26,886 confirmed cases of tick-borne infections between 2004 and 2016, Minnesota had the seventh highest tally in the U.S., that according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. A recent national survey found 84% of mosquito control agencies lacked resources for adequate monitoring. The unofficial home of the mosquito, Minnesota has had 1,458 confirmed cases linked to those insects from 2004 to 2016. I'm going to start wearing that Dr. Evil suit like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> Infections from mosquitoes include West Nile virus, which didn't exist in the U.S. until 1999. Minnesota reported 83 West Nile infections in 2016. That's its highest total since 2007 and five deaths due to infection-related brain swelling. The state has not released 2017 totals yet. President Trump plans to hire Emmett T. Flood, the veteran Washington lawyer who represented Bill Clinton during his impeachment to replace Ty Cobb, the White House lawyer who's taken the lead in dealing with a special counsel investigation, a Cobb, Wants to retire. In a phone interview, Cobb said he, <laughs> he's no dummy, huh? <laughs> Do you think he's related to the Ty Cobb? He's not. I, th- I believe I looked this okay. up when it all started, all right. uh, trying to find that info and could not find any uh, relation at all. Ty Cobb was a much, much better human being than history has uh, portrayed him. You are correct, and it's funny you say that. I just read a book mm-hmm. that makes that point. Mm-hmm. I read it about uh, two, three months ago. I guess there's been bad reporting for. Centuries. What what was his bad rap? I, I well, the bad rap was he murdered a guy. He was a racist. He was mean. He was cruel. He wasn't any of that stuff. No, mm-hmm. wasn't any of it. Uh, in fact, this book took great pains to show how uh, the Negro League ball players had great respect for him, and he was friends with most right. of them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he those... didn't sharpen his spikes. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard that. So those are stories basically that grew out of nothing and just kept getting repeated and getting worse and well, worse. Well, they grew out of envy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you said that. Uh, anyway, uh, Ty will be uh, retiring, the lawyer that is. He informed the president weeks ago he wanted to retire, said he planned to stay at the White House likely through the end of the month to help flood transition into the new job. A cracked window on a Southwest Airlines plane forced a plane heading from Chicago to New Jersey to land in Cleveland today. Just two weeks after a jet engine blew apart and broke a window in a deadly accident aboard another Southwest flight. No reports of injuries after Flight 957 traveling from Chicago's Midway Airport to Newark Liberty International Airport landed safely. Dallas-based Southwest said the plane diverted to Cleveland for maintenance review after the damage to one of the multiple layers of a window pane. The photos from inside the plane taken by passengers and posted on social media showed one window with a large, jagged crack. Southwest didn't immediately release details on how the window was damaged. Ooh. Those two black men arrested for sitting at a Philadelphia Starbucks without ordering anything settled with the city today for a symbolic $1 each and a promise from officials to set up a $200,000 program for young entrepreneurs. The men and their lawyers told the Associated Press the settlement was an effort to make sure something positive came out of the incident. Dante Robinson, one of those arrested, said, We thought long and hard about it, and we feel like this is the best way to see that change that we want to see. The arrest of Rashawn Nelson and Robinson on April 12th touched off a furor around the U.S. over racial profiling. They were led away in handcuffs and accused of trespassing after the manager called police, saying the men refused to buy anything or leave. After spending hours in jail, they were released. No charges filed. The arrest record will be expunged as part of this deal. History. Well, well, um, before you get jump to the next thing, 
What do they mean uh, good can come, something good can come of this? Well, from a situation. 200 grand for a startup program. To start up entrepreneurs. So, mm-hmm. so that's going to help uh, a young entrepreneur uh, get some money to start a company. There you go. But that doesn't have anything to do with what the reason. They, they were, uh, they claimed that they were young entrepreneurs just waiting to be talking to a guy. And <clears throat> just to have a business meeting. Okay. That's not going to do anything for race relations, though. Probably not. Uh, speaking of race relations, history experts and professors have taken to social media to share their knowledge of slavery in America. The reason for all this? Well, Kanye West made some more controversial comments. Boy. Uh, Kanye joined TMZ for a sit-down interview Tuesday. He touched on his love for President Trump, his recent tweets, and then at one point said slavery, quote, sounds like a choice. Yeah, I just, I, I think, I think not. I think Kanye's, you know. I think Kanye is a screwball. You know what? He, uh, he went angry. Mm-hmm. He yeah. went one step too far. Mm-hmm. He didn't know when to, he didn't know when to quit. Well, after, you know? uh, speaking of that, after that interview, he then stood up in the TMZ newsroom and asked staffers if they thought he was, quote, thinking free. At that point, TMZ reporter Van Latham stood up and called West comments, the absence of thought. After that argument went viral, numerous historians entered the conversation contesting Kanye West's comments. He tweeted afterwards, to make myself clear, of course I know that slaves did not get shackled and put on a boat by free will. Well, then what the hell is he saying choice for? Well, he then said it was a perhaps a mental prison is what he was trying to say, but. Man, he didn't that's explain, way too deep. He didn't explain that very He's well. He's down there with all the ice Twitter. on the bottom of the lake. <laughs> 10,000 years yeah. worth of ice that's where he on is. the bottom of <laughs> Lake way too deep. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. Beautiful day out there. It's 62 degrees, light winds, light and variable breezes through the night tonight. Clouds may increase a little bit uh, overnight tonight, but 48 with uh, mainly just partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow, partly sunny. Some scattered showers and thunder showers develop, especially late in the day. 72 for the high tomorrow. 76 on Friday with partly cloudy skies. Isolated showers and maybe a thunder shower on Saturday, but uh, it'll be very isolated. I think most of us stay dry. If it does happen, it'll be right around the middle part of the day. 72 for the high on Saturday. Sunday, 72 and dry. Dry again on Monday and 74. Mid-70s for highs Tuesday and Wednesday. Some late day or nighttime thunderstorms are a possibility Tuesday into Wednesday. Again, tonight, Joe, well, today we're at 62. We should hit a high of about 68 degrees. Well, Give me Friday again because we're committed. We're going to be at Charlie's on the Lake in Prior Lake. It's going to be nice. Partly cloudy and warm. Seventy-six for the high on Friday. Should be a great one. Should okay, be. We're having the opener then. Having the opener. We're committed. Yep. All right. Thank you. Yep. Where do our sensibilities lie? I love <clears throat> these because I always want to know by the by the time you're done with this, where do my sensibilities lie? A homeless Los Angeles man. <clears throat> okay has won a second chance to hold the city liable for euthanizing his pet birds. A three-judge panel of the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals revived a lawsuit by Martino Reccia over the fate of 18 pigeons, one crow, and a seagull. He kept in boxes and cages in his home on a sidewalk. Okay. 
An animal control officer investigated Rechia's campsite in late 2011 in response to complaints about a homeless man with birds. Rechia agreed to allow the officer to look into his birds' boxes and cages. Okay. So he said, "Yeah, go ahead and take a look." In these 2011, are, these are my these are my guys. Here. Yeah. All the birds had food and water, but their containers were covered in poop and too small to allow the animals to fly around. The newspaper lining on the bottom of the containers was wet. The court said, "Yeah, yuck." Many of the birds were deformed, oh. distressed, diseased. The court said, although eight pigeons. Appeared to be healthy. Two animal control officers impounded the birds, leading to what one officer said was a physical contra- confrontation with Rechia. The LAPD was called. The animal control officers gave Rechia a written notice informing him he had 10 days to request a hearing. Rechia requested the hearing four days later, but it was too late. All of the pigeons had been euthanized, and the crow and gull had been sent to wildlife rescue groups. Huh. A city vet who examined the birds the day after they were impounded determined that many of the pigeons were diseased, and even the healthy-looking ones probably carried pathogens. The birds' blood was not tested. Rechia sued the animal control officers and the Los Angeles Department of Animal Services, but a district court ruled in favor of the city. Rechia appealed. He's a homeless man. He's got a lot of money. Tuesday's Ninth Circuit ruling was largely favorable to the city, agreeing with the trial court that many of Rechia's claims had to be rejected. There is a strong general government interest in being able to seize animals that may be in imminent danger of harm due to their living conditions, may carry pathogens harmful to humans or other animals, or may otherwise threaten public safety without first needing to have a hearing on the subject. Judge Ronald M. Gould a Clinton appointee, wrote for the court. Still, the panel decided Retia should be given a chance to show that the seizure of the eight healthy-looking birds without a warrant violated his constitutional rights. Fourth, huh. Fourth Amendment, search and seizure. There is a genuine factual dispute about whether the healthy-looking birds posed any meaningful risk to other birds or humans at the time they were seized, Gold wrote. Where do our sensibilities lie? This is not easy. <clears throat> Um, Where's moron number two? I think making some audio magic. I see. <clears throat> Where do our sensibilities lie? Okay, so break it down. Homeless so guy's got, got a bunch a of birds. Homeless guy, he's on the street. Where did he get these birds? Did he, do you think he, they just built some trust with them? And you know, a crow. I can see. I can see how he because uh, I'm trying to have a relationship with a crow, right? Uh, and that's been difficult. I can see how maybe he uh, uh, got the pigeons to follow him around. Maybe he fed them crumbs or Gull. whatever. Uh, I don't know how he got the crow and the gall to join the family, but he did. But they're in a crummy cardboard box that's full of poop and pee. Yeah, their hope, I mean, they want to be free. They're, they're getting fed. It's not, they got it's food not and a water, good but... gig for the bird, is it? No. They See, the w- bird didn't sign up to be homeless. No, a bird wants to fly around and find food. But the, but the, what, couldn't you make the argument that Rechia has, has, in fact, made the birds homeless by having the birds duplicate the living conditions he unfortunately experiences? Yes. See, the animals, huh. had, they, they don't sign up for homelessness. No. Not that Rechia signed up for it either. No. What, so let me rephrase that. The birds, uh, birds are immune to homelessness. They don't experience homelessness. Yeah, their home is outside. Yeah. 
they're they're fine wherever they are. They don't need they don't need a guy to carry them around in a cardboard box. So what are we saying that? Uh, but you he know, should quit he, suing and and let it go or start over. Well, where 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 your sensibilities lie? Your sensibilities weigh in uh, by some sentimentality here. Uh, maybe the maybe he was very close to these birds. That's all he had. Maybe well, that's true. Except most of them were sick and living in horrid conditions. Okay, then at that point you have to be. Yeah, you got to get them out of there because that's uh, you know if people are complaining about it, think of it. On its worst day, it would be horrible, whether it's the smell, the unsightliness, or just the fact that the birds are in a cage that they can't flap their wings, and it stinks. I'm uh, I'm going to rule with the city's uh, animal uh, control department. All right. Uh, you say, uh, I'm but, sorry, bro, we, but we got to get him out of here. But this guy found an ambulance chaser who might try to get the guy 500 bucks or something. I don't know. Which the lawyer will take the money, right? Yeah, he's not going to see anything. But you're not, you know, as much as it's it's quaint that you know, this fellow developed relationship with the uh, with the birds, uh, you're not doing the birds any favor. No, you know, I mean, I'm pro pigeon and gulls and crows, and here this poor guy, you know, he's he he thinks they're his companions, but he wasn't able to really. Uh, I mean, he's got enough to do to take care of himself, doesn't he? And and birds can carry uh, horrible diseases. I I, uh, I guess I'm ruling with this the city, and I I find the behavior of the Ninth Circuit Court t- typical. They they're about as mysterious as you can get. Ed, go ahead, please. Well, I, I think we're this is uh, reporting isn't what it used to be because we don't know if they're companion pigeons or if they were pigeons being exploited for the entertainment of others. Thank you. I. I have no idea. That wouldn't be right, would it? That uh, would not be. Pigeons exploited for the entertainment of others. Well, it's a shame. You know, homelessness is a huge problem in Los Angeles. And it would seem to me that you're risking the spread of even more diseases yeah. among the homeless by having the sick birds there. Yeah, and that's all, you know, a constant temperature of what? They're, they get 80s. You know what? They get into the 80s, Joe. I just weighed in on the side of government. Not having it on here in the TCL broadcast studio. Yeah, I know. Oh. I just suck a bitch, Jenny. Yeah, I was just looking at that one. We're watching right here. At three o'clock, I will turn on the fifty-five inch TCL TV. But in the meantime, we're doing a radio show. We have a two to nothing. Your Twins are still up. Uh, bottom of the sixth inning. The uh, young game Fina, might be over by three o'clock. Fernando Romero was went six or excuse me five and two thirds innings. Mm-hmm. Looked pretty good. Yeah, nice day to be there. If you were sitting in the oh. sun, you'd feel terribly comfortable. Oh, yes. It's not windy. Ice cold. What is the temperature? You get 60s. We're heading for 68. 63. According to Dave Dahl. 63. 1500. KD. ESPN is KSTP. St. Paul, Minneapolis. Garage Logic will be uh, back in just a few minutes.